Welcome to Super House with me, Suki Styles, and there may or may not be a lot of stuttering and broken pauses. Hi. All right, everybody, welcome to Superhouse episode 38. This is Andrew coming in from Los Angeles. The other guys haven't signed on just yet, but today we have, for our interview of the day, it's uh, Amanda Souk. Yep. <laughs> is that right? I know, it's tricky. It's, I mean, it is suck, uh-huh. for obvious reasons growing up, it just naturally progressed into Souk, okay. so suck but then my name would be Amanda Suck, and it just kind of sounds incorrect. And your your YouTube channel is Suki Styles? Well, I, you know how you can't change the URL on your YouTube channel, so it's... But the rest of my social media handles are Suki Styles. Can you spell that for everybody real quick? It's youtube.com slash Suki, S-U-K-I-E, F L O S S. Okay. Suki Floss. Suki There's Floss. a story behind that name. Yeah, okay. it's an old, old nickname I was given in high school. And then my like general social media handles for like Twitter and Instagram are Suki Styles. So that's K I E S T Y L E S. All right. Uh, it's S U K I E. That's right. Suki is indeed okay cool and um so uh are you originally from los angeles i'm actually originally uh, born and raised from uh st louis missouri okay i um i moved to new york for school i went to nyu at 18 um but i was only coming home like once a year so i basically just tell people that i moved to new york at 18. i lived there for five years and then moved to L.A. six years ago. What was the reason Going for on? moving to L.A.? Uh, let's see. I, after I graduated in 2009, I originally went to school for music business. And that was around the time that labels were just laying people off left and right because all the labels were losing money. What to quite do with digital music yet. They weren't able to really take advantage of uh, everything happening digitally. Um, so they were still at a loss with all the piracy going on. So after looking and desperately trying to find a job, I ended up landing at ASCAP. Royalty. ASCAP is a royalties company. So uh, for songwriters, they basically take care of songwriters um, to make sure that all the songwriters are getting paid whenever their music is being featured in TV or films or anything like that. So I worked in the television department and I basically had producer sheets having to like line by line, see what music they were using, like cross check them with our writers and our database and then create like uh, really tedious spreadsheets and reports to make sure that they're getting their checks. Okay, but Sound like- Sound a little cubicle. That's what the you- same thing every yeah, day. You had a cubicle job, but that's not why you kind of came to LA though, right? 
no, 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 not at all. But that's that's what made me want to leave New York because I couldn't afford. I, I hated my job. I didn't last a year. I couldn't afford to live there without a job. Um, so uh, knowing that I really wanted to quit and having always wanted to come to L.A. at some point, I uh, asked my mom because I had no money saved up. That job was only enough for me to live check to check in New York. Uh, had her help me move cross country to LA, didn't have any jobs lined up or anything like that. I just kind of gave her a two month plan of how I was going to afford to live in LA. <laughs> um, I, I pretty, I tried to um, interview at labels out in LA. I, I had an interview at uh, Atlantic records. I think that was like the one and only one I had. And they basically told me I didn't have enough, um, work experience, which was kind of frustrating because I had like two and a half years of internships plus cat, but for what they wanted, which is just an assistant position, somehow didn't have enough work experience. And that kind of just, I, I just got over it really quickly. And then I also fell into dancing. Okay out here so that took off I ended up signing with the dance agency and then um, I was dancing professionally so even though that's not why I came out to LA that's just what I ended up doing you had and dance then, experience before this though right I assume yeah yeah I did I I grew up dancing um, but when I was in New York I just did kind of like community dance stuff so I had like my own little team in college, but I wasn't dancing in the industry in New York. Um, I did a couple of shows with industry people, like industry dancers, towards the end of my stay in New York. But then, yeah, when I came out to LA, I started taking my training more seriously and got myself plugged into this whole dance, like professional dance, uh, when I got out here. I that spent was about that that wasn't like in your plan whatsoever no i think i i mean there was a part of me that was always curious to try right it's kind of happened i i yeah i really didn't have a plan for that so i think like the first three years of me living in la i had this whole mentality of go with the flow so whatever had momentum i would just go in that direction um, right. And it was fun for the first few years, but then like the older I got, I was like, I need to be more goal oriented. I need to know what I want to do and then make my moves to get farther ahead in that direction as opposed to just, oh, I'm interested in this thing, so I'll do this for a while. Oh, now I'm interested in this and this is taking off, so I'll go do this for a while. So I wasn't growing in any area. I was just kind of spreading myself thin because of that mentality, if that makes sense. Right. But now you it seems yeah, like your YouTube like your video YouTube where video. your dance videos are like the most popular thing. They are, but that's not, unfortunately, that's not what I want to pursue. So um, one of the things that I've always wanted to do since I was little, but was never really given the opportunity because my parents just didn't believe in it was to act. Right. Um, and then being here in L.A., like, well, why not take advantage of being in this city and trying to see what happens? And 
um, I kind of thought that maybe it was too late to even try because I didn't really start taking classes for acting until I was maybe 28. Okay. So, yeah, I just, uh, in my mind, in the back of my head, I told myself I was too late to try, but I was going to have to know for myself if this is something that I can really pursue. Right. Um, so even though on my channel, like, even even on my Instagram, any kind of dance-related post will always do better than anything else I post. And I don't mind that because I still love dance to this day. Like, that's something that's always going to be a part of my life. But I, acting's, like, really, really, really going, and I know that for sure. After all this time and trying music, trying dance, I know for sure acting is where I want to be going. What kind of roles do you want? Do you have like a dream role? I think my dream role is I I don't uh, I would love to have leading roles. Um, roles is to be in a Marvel movie. <laughs> <laughs> Just saw Doctor Strange last I, night. Everybody's been saying how good it is. Yeah, it is good. I don't know if you agree. No, I, it was I good. I don't know. The, the trailer didn't, like, strike me, but I am a huge Benedict Cumberbatch fan. Yeah. So, regardless, I was going to watch it. But then when a bunch of people started posting about how he was, I started to build excitement for it. But more often than not, Marvel tends to not really let me down. Um, right. But, yeah, I, I really would love to be a part of a Marvel movie at some point. I would love to be a part of some, like, dystopian future type of trilogy a la like hunger games or divergent series i love those kinds of stories as books okay or that world in in a film you know foundation of it what's been um, your favorite model movie were... so far uh i love the Avengers, but okay. I, I, I'm trying to, I, I see, I really like all of them. I don't have a specific favorite. I don't think. Mine is yeah, I probably, would with, I would have to go with Avengers. Avengers is a good one. I'm going to go either guardians one or captain America two. Right. Oh, that's, you know, that's the other one that I actually haven't watched. I haven't watched Guardians yet, and I know that I'm going to like it. I forget why yeah. I miss it's good. watching that one. Yeah, everyone says that that would be my favorite if I were to watch it. And I do really love Chris Pratt as an actor and as a human being in general. Right, right. I really, I really, I feel like I resonate with his career path. <laughs> okay. Just in terms of like you know, kind of breaking through at a later age. Oh, uh, yeah, right. That's kind of why I felt like I... Plus, I, I really like his comedic sense of humor and how he plays on screen, so, yeah. But the other dream role, I would, like, you know, big budget movie set aside, my other dream role would be to be uh, a lead of any sort that kind of breaks the stereotype of... Uh, it needing to be like a white female lead. I would love to play a role where uh, ethnicity aside is just a character that girl could feel like they relate to. 
Do you think so, that well, kind of stuff's getting better in Hollywood for uh, for Asian act actors? Right now, what's getting better for Asian actors are like supporting roles uh-huh. and or um, roles that are specifically um, or or not, I shouldn't say design, sorry, uh, roles that are specifically written for an Asian right. American in mind. Right. But where I want to kind of break through is where it's, you know, they, they don't necessarily have a specific ethnicity in mind. Like maybe it's this open ethnicity or maybe they originally saw it as a Caucasian female, but I just make them change their mind. I think one <laughs> yeah. of the things that I, I guess one of the things that I always felt that I, I don't know, that I felt was always different about me was even growing up, I had all Caucasian friends. All my friends were white Jewish kids growing up. A lot of Jewish people in St. Louis? Yes. I went to like over 70 bar and bat mitzvahs growing up. Like, I, yeah, I went through a period of time in my life where I definitely related more to like my American friends than my Korean or Asian friends, you know, which there weren't that many of even. It wasn't until maybe I was like 21 that I started to really feel proud of my heritage. Which is Korean. Yeah. So even though like I absolutely love being Korean now, I feel a lot of my identity is this, you know, suburban American girl that has nothing to do with. Yeah, like suburban because I grew up in St. Louis, but I grew up in like suburban St. Louis. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. You know, I went to a very, I went to a very, uh, white and black public school growing up. You know, I was one of maybe 12 Asians in my, in my class of maybe 300 kids. Right. So I guess I just feel like I'm relatable as an all American girl, as opposed to this Korean American girl. So even when I do audition for Asian roles, I feel like I'm not even Asian enough to. Oh, really? Yeah. Yeah. Like, I feel like I'm not Asian enough for the even producers to be like, oh, I believe this girl is like really Asian girl. Like, I can barely speak Korean. You know, I'm. Yeah. It seems like there's a lot of a lot of uh, improvements can be made in the Asian and Indian department. For sure, I mean, especially in like the leading aspect. Yeah, yeah. I mean, we've seen a lot of, not not as many as white people, but th- there's been a lot of like black leads, you know, like Will Smith. Yeah, and Denzel that's Washington, been growing. Whatever. And that's been yeah. yeah. So and I think. Go ahead. Even with even with um even with like black characters, I think much stride as they have made. In general, they're still ground you know because a lot of times like when they are a lead a black ensemble cast as opposed to it being like a diverse cast it's like you'll see the will smith or the denzel washington's but more often than not i feel like a lot of these leads are coming through because overall the it's a black ensemble cast like if you look at your um, any of these like uh, historical films, or even in comedies, like uh, what was that one 
movie that was based off the Harvey, I forget what it's called, something about like how women think or like what not to like say to a woman. It was some comedy. This was like a But mainly black if you know ensemble. what I mean. Yeah, yeah, it was an all black ensemble cast, which is great. You know, there aren't any Asian ensemble casts like that yet. Yeah, I know. That would be interesting. They had that Master of None with Yeah. Indian and Asian and that was that was that was pretty good. I mean, that was probably the best Yeah. like thing in that genre that year. Sure. But of course, that only, you know, Netflix was interested in it. I mean, I don't know the story behind that, if there, if it did get pitched to, you know, networks or anything like that. But I feel like Netflix um, I mean, I feel is like Netflix. just as good, though. Oh, for sure. I mean, everyone's on Netflix and Hulu now. So I think Netflix is doing an incredible job of, of providing a space for these old You know, on this topic and the Marvel topic, Kevin Feige, the lead of Marvel, said that like once Infinity War is done, Avengers 3, they're going to focus a lot more on diversity, they said. An article about that too Yeah. and i read somewhere that um in the actual comics uh i think they're gonna make the next spider-man asian in the actual comics though i can't remember where i read that Uh, there's been a half black, half Mexican, I believe Mexican, half Latino uh, character. Uh, for a while in the comics, maybe Asian dude. Now I don't know. There was, there, I think there was an Asian Hulk. Uh, Right. yes, there was. Okay, Um, I'm not. I don't Superman. read the comics. It's going over to DC. Super. There's a version of Superman Right. that where he's Chinese, and Right. there's a few other things. But yeah, a few a few other um, Asian superheroes. But I don't know. Would you want to be a Yeah. superhero or somebody that's Somebody that like that's not a superhero in the Marvel movies. Oh no, I, I would want to be a <laughs> superhero. I would want Which one? to, I would want to have like Scarlett Johansson's role as Black Widow or something like that. Cause I feel like even, um, characters, she had like no lines, you know, Right, she right, was right. all action, no lines. Whereas like with Scarlett Johansson, she's getting action and lines and a significant storyline, you know? Some people think that she's Joss Whedon's favorite character, and he's like this unknown kind of male feminist as well. He he was famous. Somebody asked him, why do you write such strong female characters? And his answer was, because you keep asking me that question. <laughs> I like that answer. Yeah. I'm a, I'm a big Josh Sweden fan. I will say for one of my favorite shows growing up was Buffy the Vampire Slayer. I've actually never watched that. Oh I think yeah. maybe I mean, it's, it's the campiest of probably anything he's ever created, but, right. Genius. but So I was, Maddie, Maddie's chiming in. How's it going, Maddie? Oh, hello. Oh, good. Hello. Sorry to interrupt, but I love Buffy. Uh, I'm a late bloomer to it, but uh, so fucking good. Yeah, I mean the later the later seasons, I think they started really stretching their storylines. But man, like the first handful when that show was birthed, I was with everything Buffy. I went I think my fifth grade Halloween costume was Buffy. 
um, I started like when I went into middle school, I started buying clothes so that I could dress like her. Um, wow. A lot of leopard print things. Yes. I, I bought a pair. Of, <laughs> that's so funny. You said I bought a pair of red leopard pants, you know, looking back now, I'm like, what was I thinking? But I, it was because I wanted to dress like Buffy. The platform. That's amazing. Platform shoes to wear with those red leopard pants. Yeah, I, I was going through it, but that was yeah. I saw the movie. That was my but never first the show. No, the show's amazing, oh, the, dude. The sh- nothing compared to the show. Oh yeah. man! All right, I, I totally missed that whole thing. I don't know what I was doing, man. Probably watching Power Rangers. <laughs> Is that the same time? I uh, I think it was pretty. Go ahead. No, yeah, yeah, no, no. I think it was the same time. Oh man, fifth grade. Ish. Yeah, fourth or fifth. I grade. mean, that Yellow Ranger, the Asian Yellow Ranger, she <laughs> she ground for me. She's the one who made me believe that Asians could be on TV. For other people, it was Bruce Lee or Jackie Chan. For me, it was the Yellow man, Ranger from Power I got Ranger. A, I got a friend. He's black, and I asked him. I asked him, <laughs> "Hey, so we're the same age too?" And I said. What did you think about the Black Ranger being black? And like, is that too, is that, is that, yeah, is that too much? And he told me, man, I'm just glad somebody on TV doing Kung Fu that looks like me. Yeah. (laughs) I just thought that was so funny. But yeah, they were really on the nose with those, with those colors back in the day. That original Black Ranger, I, uh, he used to come out to a bunch of dance events. Oh shit. In the dance community. I don't know if he's a dancer too, but like, I remember like, just seeing him around everyone would be like yo the black ranger's here the black ranger's here <laughs> they're like african-american ranger <laughs> <laughs> but yeah all right i'll file that one um so <laughs> are you excited for the i mean we're on the topic are you excited for the new power rangers movie um if it's anything like the trailer that came out then yeah definitely right i like the darkness of it right. i i'm excited for sure i just don't know how official that going kind of viral is because there was another trailer before that but that was like a fan-made trailer that was like a fan film and that was nuts right the black rangers doing cocaine something but this this one that recently came out that's like the legit trailer right that's a legit movie and they got the writers from X-Men First Class and oh, that, some South African that. actor, South African dude, and he hasn't done much. He did that Almanac movie, that young adult movie. Project Almanac, Project Almanac something like that. Anyway, uh, it's real. Yeah, it's real. Okay, then, yeah, I, that brings back a lot of childhood memories, so I would definitely be seeing that especially having seen the trailer now right. um i did hear or not here i read um that for mulan the live action it's um actually going to be made by both sony and disney so there's Whoa. two live actions that are like greenlit at the moment oh i've heard that yeah um, yeah disney's is already like i think disney's already has um a date, a release date, whereas Sony's doesn't. Uh, but from my understanding, Sony's is maybe, but my understanding is that Sony's is going to be a darker version of the original Mulan tale. Whereas like okay. Disney's is going to be just a live action of their 
their cartoon, their animated version. They should make. But it I would love to be a part of. I would love to be a part of the Sony version. I like. I feel like it's gonna be Mulan meets Dark Knight somehow. <laughs> <laughs> that would be, that'd be cool. That'd be really cool. Yeah, I mean, in my head, that's how I see it. I don't know how they're gonna end up writing it, but part of Sony's version, I think. Well, the Disney Disney I don't think said it, that they were not going to hire any white people for this one. A it's a fully Asian said, cast. They also said that they were like hiring specifically Chinese. But oh, they're really going nationality specific. Supposedly, but at the same time, there's not even that many. I mean, if they're going based off of the animated film, there's not that many female roles except for that opening scene when she's going through the whole matchmaker training thing so i don't even know how many females they're really going to hire for this film anyway was that your favorite disney movie growing up hmm say yes but tied with beauty and the beast okay all right i liked aladdin yeah. myself i did like aladdin i did the the music was good i just i just really I don't know. I think the the most girliest part of me <laughs> just really enjoys Beauty and the Beast for like the lavish princess idea. Right. So, how'd you get this following on Instagram? You got like what twenty thousand followers? How many you got? I would have to look it up. Um, I think it's twenty two or twenty three something. Yeah. So but, how did this happen? Uh. I woke up one day, no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> um, to be honest, I would, I can't really, what I have done, I will say dance community was dance a huge community. part of it. Okay. Yeah. Because, um, I did open up a studio called movement, movement lifestyle, which is one of like the major studios now in, um, LA where a lot of to train um but having been a part of the team that opened that up people and dancers from all around the world all the time and they know me because i was teaching there i was running the studio so i think a lot of the following emanated from that okay but and do you have a lot of like uh fans that trickle in from youtube into instagram or from instagram into youtube do you know i guess are there any like metrics for that i think there probably are i just don't follow that or i don't really do anything to push my growth necessarily okay um, and then to be quite honest um my roommate is a youtuber okay friends is a youtuber so um for any times that they might photo of like somewhere we're at together, like I would always get a pretty big influx from um, that are now following me because they see the association. Okay. Practice for a lot of YouTubers, like that's why that's why they do uh, YouTube video collaborations is to kind of help bring one YouTuber's followers to the other's channel and vice versa. So default without asking for it because of 
crowd that I am around, I'm getting um, from their, their, their circle of whatever into my circle, if that makes sense. And what are these famous YouTuber friends of yours? Oh, well, my roommate is Megan Batoon. Okay. And what she, she do? she's a YouTuber that, um, pretty much like dance comedy, uh, dance comedy centered. Is also um, venturing into more fashion, beauty type of content as well now. All right. My other best friend is Dominic Sandoval, Dietrich, otherwise known as Dietrich. He uh, was part of Quest Crew, which won America's Best Dance Crew uh, twice now, actually, because there was like a oh, uh, return of the champions kind of season. Um, but he was also on So You Think You Can Dance. He was also a judge one season of ABDC. And then uh, he's also a YouTuber creating dance comedy content. They live like off this completely, or they? I guess yeah, they're on TV their, too. This is their full time job, YouTuber. Like most YouTubers that are probably at least three hundred thousand to five hundred thousand subs, I would say, really as YouTubing their their full time job. Right. Um, people don't know is a lot of the reason that they can do this full time is because of the brand sponsored content that they have to produce. Okay. Yeah. So most of the money really comes from brand deals. That's interesting. We've been uh, trying to promote our podcast a little bit. We've had actually Adam Kroll on here once, but then a lot of other people that are kind of in the industry as well, but not, not quite to the level Adam Kroll was. So we, we kind of like reached this kind of weird peak in our 11th episode and uh, we're just kind of, you know, doing our thing and seeing what happens with this whole super house thing. Right. I think, yeah, it's just figuring out good, um, what's the word I'm looking for? A good relationship with their followers a good right, engagement right, right. that's the word i'm looking for uh right. if they have good engagement with their followers then like when they do post things like that'll definitely help um bring more views i mean that's the whole idea behind brand deals anyways because these brands are paying these youtubers for those followers essentially right. by you know once in a while maybe getting guests that do have those sizable followings and not even just sizable followings, but good engagement with those. Right. Because a lot of people have huge followings, but if you look at the engagement, it's not really there. Like they'll be like 50 to 100,000 followers, but if you look at their posts, they're getting maybe a thousand likes on their posts, which doesn't really translate, doesn't really make sense. That means that whoever's following them aren't really they're posting you know that's interesting and your friends are on patreon as well no i i have so, heard of patreon though so they're getting they're getting all of their cash strictly from youtube ads oh and these brand deals yeah i um i actually 
was invited to join Patreon at one point, I remember, because I had a friend that had a friend that was part of like their corporate team. Okay. But I think I unsubscribed because I never used it. It's uh, used by a few people that, and like they are, they're they're, they're making money from it. Um, we've been kind of monitoring a few guys just to see how they're how they're doing it and see if we can like emulate parts here, parts here and there, you know. Uh huh. But uh, did you have any questions for us? I know we like we just met each other, but. Uh... Yeah. Ah. Uh... I don't know. I well, because I'm I'm fairly new to you guys as well, so right. I know that you guys. What were you telling me? Uh, you guys. <laughs> we talk about metal and video games and comic book <laughs> movies. More, more gaming stuff. Yeah, we do a lot of gaming stuff. No, we want to do more. I, you guys, yeah, gaming's like the on YouTube. Yeah. Is PewDiePie because of that, you know? Yeah. Tons of my YouTuber friends wanted to try to tap into gaming, but they were just a little too game, I would say. Um, They're intimidated? I think they are, because it would take a lot of time and effort to try to break through into that. Right. I mean, they have a leg up because they already have the following, but they don't really spend enough time to really then try to, I think they just know that gaming is so popular that they want to get into it. Um, dance Dance Revolution or whatever com that comes out. <laughs> that's, right? that's the lead in, man. Perhaps, yeah, I wish I knew more about gaming because I actually, I see a lot of um, audition opportunities for hosts of gaming shows, but they want people who know gaming and the so, that's about the extent of what I can share. In what knowledge. channels? What channels have these gaming shows that are hiring hosts? See, well, <laughs> we have this thing that aren't so gender that specific, so you can audition. Yeah. Um, no, I well, I'm a part of something called Actors Access, which is like the main breakdown service for actors to submit for auditions, and so it's a lot okay. of independent, like. Because basically anybody that has an account, like a paid account, whether you're an actor or you're on the production side, can post these job opportunities and or submit to them. So I see, I, I think a lot of them are for different YouTube channels popping up and um, maybe different trying to start gaming series and whatnot. So. Yeah, because G4 is dead, so uh, I guess it would have to be YouTube unless there's channels that are yeah, having more gaming shows pop up yeah no i think a lot of a lot of them if not all of them were for youtube because youtube's got a pretty huge you know gaming world within it so right i heard it's the most popular genre yes for sure i mean i think the number one youtuber is a gaming guy oh really which not is pewdiepie pewdiepie yeah yeah, yeah. is he the number one yeah. youtuber so I, I would have to see if he still is but oh. for the longest time he was I, I went to the streamy awards which is like youtube's version of like the <laughs> cool. academy Awards, i guess uh, yeah Super but, was gonna my, be there one day yeah hell yeah crash that party <laughs> well, my, my roommate was uh, <laughs> part of the web series that was nominated so i just went with her as her plus one but um 
like this one, I forget his name. I wish I remembered, but there was this one guy that like, he took home like three awards and he's also a gamer. So like, that's just, that's the thing, you know? Some people are real good at it. Yeah. (laughs) The the fancy equipment to make it look real nice. Yeah. And production quality is a huge thing. Um, Yeah, definitely. I mean, that's Stefan, sure, by the way. The oh, hey, hi. Amanda, meet Stefan. <laughs> hi, Amanda. Hi, Stefan and Maddie. Hello, Maddie. Hello. <laughs> we just that's bonded a... quickly over Buffy. Oh, good. <laughs> yeah. I, just, I just slid in here quietly. I need, I need, a, uh, I need a new Buffy series, like Sarah yeah. Michelle Gellar passing the mantle to a younger Buffy. Uh, not dawn because she annoyed the hell out of me on that show exactly like just some other like josh <laughs> could just make some bullshit up and people could be like that doesn't follow the timeline he could be like yeah well whatever and you're like okay josh we're all fans do what you want yeah yeah and then book me for that show yeah I, let's write let's all just write it come on yeah let's do it <laughs> pitch it to josh maddie has a lot of fanfic <laughs> Yeah. Buffy fanfic already written. <laughs> yeah, listen, fanfic listen, that's, is huge that's, too. that's my own personal fanfic. No one gets to read that except me. <laughs> <laughs> that's Maddie and Buffy time. Yeah. Maddie should read that in a YouTube video and then it'll just go viral. They're like, you'll yeah, wake right. up a millionaire the next day, dude. <laughs> yeah. Fanfiction is huge on YouTube, I'm telling you. Really? Every YouTuber I know has done at least one video by request because their fans ask for a fan fiction video. Really? That would be fun. Why not? Those are the best movies. Some of the best comic book movies are fan fiction nowadays. Yeah, that's right. Well, that's kind of a general statement, but I'm going to keep Ro- it. Rogue One even like kind of from the fan fiction world or am I wrong about that? Is it, uh, I'm not sure. Uh, they, 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 like everything that I've seen from it has been from like novels like written by like okay. sci-fi authors. Because, like, yeah. I feel like some of it's, like, Ben Middleton's character is very much, like, from just the way he presents himself in the trailer, a very Thrawn character. Right. So, yeah. I, I'm very excited to see how he'll play his character. But, anyway. I'm not going to get on a Star Wars rant, because we all know how long <laughs> I'm biting my <laughs> I'm biting my tongue so hard right now. <laughs> I know, right? I'm just kidding. No, well, just kidding. Man, these two are the biggest Star Wars fans. As you guys you guys will absolutely hate me then because I have never watched a single Star Wars. It's okay. I'm learning. Get out of my house. <laughs> I know. <laughs> you like Marvel movies a lot, though, so you should see these movies. Yeah. Like That's in your wheelhouse. I know. Kinda. I know. I, I should. as I just should as a film lover in general. Right. I mean, I own a pair of Star Trooper leggings, and uh, they turn a lot of heads. I get tons of compliments on them, and Though I don't, I didn't even know they were Star Trooper leggings. I there was a cute nerdy guy that was like, "Hey, I really like your leggings. Are those Star Trooper leggings?" And I was like, "Yeah, <laughs> sure, yeah, they are." Ever since then, like, yeah, please give me your phone number. <laughs> yeah, I'm like these are Star Trooper leggings. Feeling cute any certain day, I'll throw those leggings on and see what boys will come talk to me. Except I never actually watched the movies, so I should probably do that. You just lost some fans just now. I, just no. So you know. Hey, I'm co- I'm being completely honest here. I'm not going to try to like talk as if I've seen anything and then say something wrong and lose even more fans for being a liar. So, <laughs> right, that's true. Not a very slow. 
Star Wars is pretty much the <laughs> gist of this. <laughs> I did. I really did try. I really did try to watch one of them. And I think I remember falling asleep or just completely losing interest. And I just was like, I don't think I can try this again. But that was maybe 10 years ago. <laughs> you should try again. Yeah. I yeah. Think ten, being... 10 years ago, it was bad for everybody. <laughs> 10 years ago, I, it was I, yeah, I'll give it's, like, it's like politics. It was a rough time then. Is that what you said? Yeah. Yeah, Ten years ago, it was better than now. This is the roughest ever. No, wait, what? No, not politics. I'm saying, but Star Wars. Oh yeah. Are you are you happy? Are you happy about the Donald Glover casting? Yeah, hell yeah. That's amazing. That. That's like right out of left field, man. Yeah. Yeah, he's gonna be as great. a musician, as an actor. So I probably yeah. would watch for him alone. But I can't <laughs> start with that one. I feel like I gotta start from the beginning. The thing is, is you could. You could start with any one of them, and then you'd be like, oh. You get it? <laughs> right. But then you'd but... be like, that guy's not, like, Harrison Ford's not as good as this guy. And then you're just going to talk <laughs> okay. to you for the it's rest okay. of the day. <laughs> okay. I, I really don't have to watch it in order? Not necessarily. Just steer clear of the prequels until you have a good idea of what you, you're getting into. You're getting into. Got it. <laughs> Lost in the story, I guess. Anyway, yeah. Anyway, yeah. There's, it's the same fucking story every movie tells. <laughs> it's the hero's journey. Every time. Pretty yeah. much, yeah. Yeah, but there's a lot there, you know. There's a lot of nuances. Oh, I'll give it a shot <laughs> next anyway, time. I'm, I not, have... I'm not trying to convince you to watch it. Like that's totally cool. <laughs> I'm, I'm no, not, I really I'm not, do feel like I'm not as offended <laughs> by people who are <laughs> into it, but. Uh, not fan. But I was just saying, yeah, if you ever did, I mean. Whatever. I mean, I also do want to watch it to understand the fandom because yeah. I think more than any other film piece or series, obviously Star Wars has probably the most intense fan base. Yeah, that's right. I mean, I can understand Harry Potter hands down. I love Harry Potter. Are you more of a fan? Are it's you more of a, a fantasy gal? I I do think. I mean, no, I wouldn't say completely. <laughs> I, I just I just particularly like Harry Potter and that world right. that did. Mm-hmm. But I do. I was before you guys joined. I was talking about how one of my dream roles would be to be in some kind of like young adult dystopian. Yeah. Oh. futuristic sci-fi world series, trilogy like Hunger Games or Divergent. Yeah. There's a ton of those books. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you can still get to it. There, there are. Yeah. And I mean, now, like... There is one trilogy. Sorry. Uh, oh, I was going to say, now, like, between Marvel or the Disney subsidiary companies, Marvel and Lucasfilm and stuff like that, they're... Sorry, what? They're yeah. doing a big press towards diversity and roles and stuff. So, I mean, it's very likely you could end up in a and an Avengers or a Star Wars movie. Uh, sure. Like you know, the way that they're casting we them about now. Marvel earlier. Yeah. Don't forget us when you're in a Star Wars film. Yeah. yeah. Super <laughs> these guys, these guys are the set reason visit. I even know what Star Wars is. <laughs> I'll get on set. Forget, we told you to watch. <laughs> get get on us on that film like, set. <laughs> I'll, I'll get on set and be like, this is all wrong. <laughs> no, Abrams. No, I... Uh... <laughs> You guys can you guys can be his uh, script. Uh, what do they call it? Like the script coordinator, or script supervisor. 
I want to make Mexican Star Wars. There we go. Yes. That's funny. <laughs> that's that's what I want to do. I'm gonna do. I want to do bootleg franchises. Stefan, did you see the election video I made? Yeah. Then you that remember those? They, funny man. They had the Cholo Batman and Robin guys. <laughs> yeah, I asked them, cool. "What do you think about the election?" They go, "Do you even have to ask, man?" Fuck yeah. Trump. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that was pretty good. That video was funny, man. I oh, didn't realize man. between that and Kasim G's uh, video of him doing something similar like eight years ago. <laughs> that sounded bad like you're ripping him off. No, no, what no, I meant, no, don't worry about it. What I meant was that like the way that people reacted was the same way at like comic conventions and stuff. I forget there was something I saw him and um, it's interesting to think that maybe like uh, like comic book what am I trying to say? Like convention goers of this type are, are, oh fuck, what am I trying to say? Are less politically inclined, you know? It seemed like, I don't know. Because it, it seemed like a lot of people were just like really affronted by your question. Like, we're in our safe place, you know what I mean? Like, All right, fuck? yeah, so so Amanda, <laughs> I went, the latest Superhouse video, I did like this man on the street thing at Los Angeles Comic Con. It was the last Comic Con that's, Last big one that's going to happen before the election on Tuesday, right? So I took this as opportunity to ask him these questions. Yeah. And like what Stefan was saying, they're really like caught off guard. But I mean, in their defense, they're in cosplay at a comic convention. True. I ask them a political question and they're like, Ugh. you know, like they don't know how they don't know how to react. But yeah, a lot of them didn't seem that political or like they're. It's the standard, like, both of them suck or whatever. There was like one, <laughs> one guy, the guy with the sunglasses, uh, he he had the best answer, but my fucking card filled up right oh, no. in the middle of his long, great answer. No. And he oh, was shit. he was making fun of the other people, too. He was like, man, you know, they could ask, you could ask these people about the politics and, like, whatever shit they like, and they know all about it. But they know if they if you ask them about real politics, they don't know shit. <laughs> <laughs> and that was lost, and I had to yeah. I had to like end it right there. Yeah, it was like you were ripping them right out of them costumes. Yeah, but I could man, I could definitely do some more man on the street yeah, stuff. That's we need, fun, to, we need to have more of that shit, man. Yeah, definitely. I've been watch I like watched every Casim G video the last few days. I'm ready. They're hilarious. <laughs> yeah, They're, he's he's good. You um, know Casim G, do, man. Like, yeah, I do like Casim G. He he's funny. He's got a like is, really cool sense of humor. Yeah, I like how he's like he. It seems like he's kind of part of the nerd world, but he's definitely making fun of it every chance he can get too. Yeah, he's good at it though. He's 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 a really sure. good host. Yeah, but yeah, that man on the street and stuff. Just like I was thinking about that this morning too. Like here in Denver, there's all you just got a bunch of fucking idiots running around, <laughs> <laughs> you know, and we're all stoned. So it's just like all the crazy shit you could think to possibly ask people. Dude, I mean, hell, do it on your phone. Just yeah. go out and do it. Like, whatever. Yeah. Yeah. I got some ideas. A brewing. <laughs> all right. Well, Amanda, <laughs> thanks for coming on. If you don't have anything else for us, I think, I mean, that's going to do it. Yeah. I think, I mean, well, the only question I have is how, uh -huh. how do you guys all know each other? Take it away, Maddie. Oh. Well, <laughs> many, many years ago. We all younger. live in different cities, correct? Yeah. Uh, we all went to college together at Savannah College of Art and Design. Oh. And then we all went our separate yeah. ways. And then we formed this podcast to kind of reconnect and get to know 
see how much we have changed and grown as people. And as I think we've come to find out, we haven't really grown. <laughs> it's, yeah. the, it's the same. We man. still talk yeah. about Star Wars and video games. And, yeah, pretty and much. Music, so. I love that you guys all have in touch. Yeah. Ten years later, we were yeah. ten years apart, and then we started this podcast on a whim, and we're like, let's just keep doing this. Yeah. And then, like, two weeks ago, we were all in L.A. together. Yeah, so we met in college, and now we're doing this podcast, and, um, you know, we're doing it. So we're yeah. trying to do podcasts and YouTube stuff, and that's it. What were you saying? Sorry. Oh, no, I was saying, so you guys are the weirdos from SCAD. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Do you feel? Do you meet weirdos from SCAD in L.A.? <laughs> Every, I have met – I've randomly been meeting um, a few handful of – this year in particular a lot of them work at disney like a cult yeah they actually yeah i think everyone that i've met works at disney now or is some kind of animator <laughs> so uh cool. what are their i mean can you oh never mind i'll ask you their names off off uh <laughs> off the recording oh yeah I like, do i know these people maybe <laughs> i would actually actually don't remember their names though oh okay i'd have to I met. I mean, I should know their names. Okay, yeah. But I don't remember their names so bad. But yeah. So, what's your like next plan as far as like uh, either your next film or your next uh -huh. big YouTube video or Instagram or whatever? Like, yeah, what's the thing? I don't, what's going on here? I don't think I've ever done a big YouTube video. I mean, not recently because I don't really choreograph anymore. Right. Um. I would say um, I used to do these like stupid weekly videos on my Instagram. Yeah. And the reason I was posting them on my Instagram was because I, you know, Instagram didn't have uh, music copyright issues. Right. But, you know, now that Facebook has completely taken control of Instagram, there are copyright issues now. Um, but yeah, I used to, I do a weekly parody thing called unnecessary pop culture news where I basically make fun of how big of a deal people turn news into. Okay. And both That's like, cool. you know, the divorce of as if like our lives are going to change by that headline. Right. Mm -hmm. Things like that. So I do like, I'll, I'll do like three, like, and make like a one minute video out of it named July Summers who is my anchor <laughs> um, your alias I, yes my alias and then I have another character that I created called Libra Ryan which is okay. a playoff of librarian he is a librarian oh. um, she doesn't know she's a bad dancer but she loves to dance so oh, I, I think I've seen like, this character yes I when I looked at your videos yeah, so I do like one minute videos where she just kind of goes through life via her dancing. Um, <laughs> but it's, I actually wrote a children's book based off of her. Really? Okay. So I, yeah, I found an illustrator um, and it was the whole idea spawned off of a fan art of that character. And as soon as I saw it, I was like, well, this needs to be a real thing. So I contacted her and asked her if she would be down to kind of, um, develop this children's book with me so i'm on the f almost final steps of it she's rendering all the illustrations i've finished writing it and we are going to try to self-publish it 
and I'm hoping for that to be out maybe early next year. What's the name of this? Cool. It's going to be called Life Lessons with Libra Ryan. Okay, cool. So you see, um, like it is a children's book, but I'm the goal was for it to be kind of one of those books that like anybody at any age would want to hang on to it because it's just got a good message of like, you know, no matter differences, kind of just learn to own them and march to the beat of your own drum kind of theme. So cool. that's that. And then as far as acting goes, I push more network and like bigger budget film stuff. Okay. So uh, I, it's just a matter of getting into the room more for more auditions. I just signed with a new TV film agent uh, a couple months ago. No, a month ago. So I'm just trying to develop my relationship with her and then really just try to push open some doors. So we'll see. I, I did a short film, which is how I met Yukari, Andrew's mm -hmm. girlfriend, whether you guys want to put that in here or not. Yeah, it's already <laughs> um, been made public, so. Okay. Okay. So, yeah, I met Yukari working on this short film, but it's also being used uh, to submit to this new HBO Visionaries short film contest. Did play a lead in that. So, depending on how it turns out, hopefully, make some traction if it gets into the contest. All well, right. so we'll see. Um, but for the most part, no designated pilot season anymore, but more or less pilot season is kind of around the corner, if not already started. So hoping to just be really active with auditioning during that. And then we'll see from there. Cool. Cool. That's well, about think, it. <laughs> cool. I think that's gonna do it. Thanks for thanks for coming on. Yeah. Thank you guys. Yeah. Thank I'm you, glad that you guys Yeah. Was... Me. Oh no, it's not a chance. You took a chance on us. <laughs> <laughs> Boom. <laughs> this girl that knows nothing about Star Wars and metal. I was like, uh, Andrew, I don't know. <laughs> this conversation. Don't worry about it. <laughs> I think we had a we had a good time. It's a breath of fresh air for us. Yeah. When <laughs> yeah, your children's true. books comes out, you should come back on and we should discuss yeah, that. Yeah, that sounds awesome. We all yeah, have a chance to, to uh, look to. at it and read it. I'd love to do that. All right, so we're uh, going to move on to the next segment, methinks. Yeah. Okay, sounds good. All right. We will catch you later. This will be on um, probably uh, tomorrow. Yeah, tomorrow around uh, 1 p.m. or so. Okay, I'll sounds send you good. The link. Yeah, send me the link and then I'm happy to share. That would be great. Yeah, if you could share it on Instagram and Insta yeah. and YouTube or whatever you got, that would be awesome. Yes, please. Yes. Yes, yes please. <laughs> <laughs> we can send you artwork, Superhouse artwork, if you need that. Yeah, sure. that would actually be better um, because I don't know how to do any of that. Come on, Scad, give me some artwork. <laughs> oh, we, we're, we will. Oh, fine. We will. Okay, we'll do it. <laughs> Jeez. Maddie, get on this. Maddie's an illustrator. Oh, yeah, yeah. there you go. If you need Where another children's need? book drawn, I, uh, I, I'll do it. Maddie's like, sweet, for, sweet Lord. For little to no money. <laughs> Please. I'm basically saying free. I'll do oh, it for free. Perfect. Perfect. I'm, glad, I'm glad to have met you then. Yeah. The sequel. The sequel, yeah. I mean, one day I, I feel like it'll be like a Cartoon Network show as well. So that's like 
Cool. Maybe I'm getting, another, on, a, I'm getting in on the ground floor. Don't forget me. Yes. Yes. <laughs> got it. We've got this. We've also got the Star Wars set that I need to bring you guys on to. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Our Buffy um, series. Oh, there's so much. Yes, we have so many plans. Our, anyway. <laughs> so much <laughs> happened. Yes. We've got a goal list, guys. <laughs> yeah. Wow. Come and bringing it all together. This has been the most <laughs> successful Superhouse meeting we've ever had. Yeah. No one can steal any of these ideas, listeners. I know you're out there trying to steal it. These we're are cop- ours. We're copywriting them by just saying them. That's right. Yes. Date and of this recording. Or you guys can always just cut it out. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Edit true. it out. Oh, shit. We really uh, We, we never said it. that on uh, Sunday, the 6th. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to have to say, hey, that was my idea for the next decade. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, hell yeah. <laughs> hell yeah, bro. <laughs> yeah, bro. But well, very, very on. great to meet you guys. Thank yeah. you. No, yeah, thank you guys well. again for having me. Oh, I'll hit you guys up when the, the book comes out. Yes, definitely. I want to read it. Um, yeah, it sounds We'll cool. do a live reading. I'm excited too. Yeah, we could do that. <laughs> that actually. would be awesome, actually. That, that would be awesome, wouldn't it? Yeah. A live reading. Yeah. With voices and shit. It'd be like story time. Sound effects. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe not that sound effect. I didn't mean for that to be so suggestive. That's that's your that's your perverted mind. Mm, I don't know, Stefan. I know you. Yeah. She, doesn't. The weird, she doesn't. The weird shadows are coming out. <laughs> shit. This is good wholesome family entertainment. Stefan, stop ruining it. <laughs> This is my the normal duration of my weirdness when I talk to girls. Uh, <laughs> then, it, then it crashes into flames. But I'm like a phoenix rising from the ashes. <laughs> I see. What ha- what happens when you rise from the ashes? <laughs> Do we really want to go into this? No. You, always, you got you got to end on that note always. Yeah. Yes. Yes. End on that line. And this has been Suki Styles, <laughs> famous Instagram artist and youtuber dance dance owner dance studio owner <laughs> she owns it i mean we could drop the famous part i don't know if i'm really quite there <laughs> but thank you for oh no oh no you have to live it you have to own it Twenty thousand yeah, followers baby okay. I will own it. I will own it. <laughs> once you pass 19 just consider yourself famous <laughs> yeah. Is what, yeah is that what they told Corey feldman <laughs> pretty much but Corey oh, Feldman only has like five thousand now, so. <laughs> oh, I guess it's pale we in comparison. It, we'll, we'll call it pseudo famous Instagrammer and dancer. Yes, Super. there you go. Very nice. But yeah, thank you guys again, and I will talk to you guys soon. That was kind of not what we normally do, but uh, you know, she was cool enough to come on and. That's it, basically. So, so, from what I heard, I thought it was pretty well. Like, I mean, I came on and you guys were talking about Marvel movies, and I was like, yeah. "No, classic Superhouse." I know. I <laughs> so did not. Like, I did not prompt her for that at all. And then, whatever, Andrew, you're sending <laughs> messages over there. Hey, talk about some comic book movies. <laughs> yeah. Bring up Star audience. Wars at some time. Make up something about some Stormtrooper tights. Yeah, she really yeah. baited me into that Star Wars talk. I was staying out of it. Dude, it almost got bad. I was like, we need to calm down, guys. I know, we need to bring I, it back down to zero. Right. Zero. I was, I was like, I'm not even talking about Star Wars, and I'm talking about Star Wars.
Your fucking uh, heart rate was up probably, dude, huh? Well, you know, girl's voice and then Star Wars. I was like, uh uh-huh. I heard a girl's voice. Well, I was like, what's happening? A girl. Something's happening in my pants. <laughs> All the blood went south, boy. I should have led with. <laughs> oh, man. She's never coming back on if she listens to this full episode. No, it's not happening. Oh, well. That's, At least we got this one on bank. lock. Yeah. <laughs> no, it was cool. It was cool. I enjoyed talking to her the little bit I did get to. I was shy. And what I, what I listened to you guys talking about was very interesting. I wish I was here when you guys started and was more prepared to talk about things. Yeah, I was not expecting to sync up that much because she did say, like, in the beginning, like, when I was talking to her before the recording... She was like, I don't know much about metal or video games. And I was like, eh, we'll make we'll make something happen. And then she says something about Marvel stuff. And there's James. And he's James. on James. James is coming on. What's James, up? These, guys, these guys are drunk. <laughs> I, I have been drinking. I have been I'm drinking. I'm going to drink too. more. Uh, so it's the only let's... way I can talk to women. <laughs> Social lubricant, man. Yeah. Yeah. You guys ready to move on to the next topic? Yeah, let's do it. What would what do we want to do? Uh, Doctor Strange or Maddie's music or what? What else? What else? What do you guys? I'm just gonna preface like this episode. This might be a lot of Maddie dislikes. Oh man! <laughs> all right, all right. So maybe not dislikes, but they not my faves. Okay. Well, are we already in Doctor Strange? Then is that what I'm hearing? I mean, but Stefan can't be here for Doctor Strange. It's okay. Um, I'm, I'm, I think I might go buy some beer. Okay. Oh, okay. <laughs> but, yeah, that sounds but, like a good idea. But I'll, I'll, I'll join back here in a minute. Okay. Right. I guess we're officially in the Doctor Strange talk. Okay. D- James, did you see it? Yeah, I saw it on Thursday in 3D. Thoughts? I really enjoyed it. I thought Favorite it part? Just overall the visuals, especially uh, during the like cosmic road trip through the alternate dimensions uh, just seeing that in 3d and like then getting like basically straight up jack kirby visuals right from the comics into there like the whole dark dimension is uh, like almost one for one for the same panels yes i thought that was amazing and like super creepy as hell like the playing with all the hands coming up grabbing him oh man and then falling into his own eye Yes, yes. That was amazing. Uh, I I really enjoyed it as well, man. I I mean, uh, the story was really tight. I thought I felt it moved pretty fast too. And I gotta say, yeah, that movie's not long. Yeah, not long at all. Like they just keep it moving. The pace is real good, mm-hmm. and I feel like, uh, man, what was I gonna say? Uh, I kind of lost it. Oh, best mid credit sequence oh, in my opinion. Yeah. I'm gonna spoil the hell Did out of you? this. All right, three, right. two. One, Doctor Strange spoiler coming up. The Thor thing where he says, I don't drink tea. <laughs> I laughed my fucking ass off on that shit, man. He had yeah. like an ungodly sized beer. I was like, that this refills. is the... Yeah. Did you guys, was... I just, Go I want to ask, did you guys think it was actually Thor? I knew from the voice, like, instantly, like, oh, shit, that's Thor. That's awesome. No, 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 no. I read a theory that it might be Loki. 
disguised as Thor because people are like, it's weird because he's not like he seemed off. Well, who did who does the magic for the beer? Is it Doctor Strange refilling his cup? Yeah, I would what's, think so. Is that yeah, what that it's is? Doctor Strange. Yeah, yeah, he refills the cup because he drinks it so fast. Mm-hmm. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. But it's like Loki's not like I don't know. Like I read a theory and I was like, that's pretty interesting because. Like, we haven't seen Ragnarok yet, but when we last left Thor, he was not doing anything he said currently to... I was like, what the fuck is going on? Like, what's happened to Odin, and what the fuck is going on with... Well, I've been reading some stuff on, like, the time skip. Uh, Like, uh, most people think the movie, like, takes place shortly after Civil War, and then goes through to 2017, like, through the event... Like, the post credit scene, he mentioned, like, you know, he's been at this about six months, so that's happening during Thor Ragnarok, which sounds like at one point uh, Thor... So you're telling me we're going to get Strange in Ragnarok. Yeah. So they already have that's Strange, what I well. uh, Loki, Hulk, Thor, and just so many other goddamn people. I'm actually super looking forward to Thor Ragnarok. Yeah, I'm a dude. That whole like '80s metal vibe it's got going for it as well mm-hmm. is fucking awesome. But Maddie, you have like some grievances with Doctor Strange. I just, I, you know, it did like I like with you guys. The visuals are fucking great. It's there. I've never seen anything. I think the mm-hmm. only thing I can equate it to is like probably watching like a '60s psychedelic film, mm-hmm. right? Like and like, like limited special effects. But that's like what they did in that movie is what they were trying to go for. It's like. What a lot of like that psychedelic or like third eye kind of like artwork that like the tool guys use all the time. I for, totally forgot that artist's name just now, mm-hmm. but like it's like like that stuff was really cool. I just thought it was a lot of spectacle, but I could like you literally could have put Doctor Strange in, just thrown me into that universe. I didn't really need his whole backstory. <clears throat> I, I also didn't think that like Mads uh, was that good of a villain. I didn't like I had no part was he threatening to me and then um oh god what the fuck what's the name villain's name that he's working Dormammu yeah and I didn't really think he was all that threatening I did think that like the final battle sequence between them was very clever yeah um but I just like there was a lot of it like I I thought I thought the batch was great Stephen Strange I just thought you have this cast of really amazing actors and I don't really feel like they were like probably the worst Chiwetel Ejiofor, it was not that great to me. Till he did his turn at the very end, at the very end sequence. If you guys stayed for that. Yeah, mm-hmm. I, I yeah. did. That was. I uh, think when he became yeah. that villain, the well, he's going to be the next villain in the next Strange, Doctor Strange movie, obviously. Mm-hmm. Um, but I thought at that point, I was like, oh shit, there you are. There's that fucking actor from Red Belt and Kinky Boots that I fucking love. And because uh, I just thought he was like, just, I don't know, man. It's just like, and Tilda Swinton, I love her in almost everything, but in this, I was just like, ugh. Like, I oh, don't man. Know, just like, I thought she was great. She couldn't. Yeah. I mean, I've just seen, like, the movies that I really enjoy her in, I just, I don't know. I think it might have been just too Hollywood for her or something, you know? Like, too big budget. Uh, I just thought it was okay. I had fun. I'm not saying that it's like, I think it's something that everyone should go see in the theater, because it's like yeah, why yeah. you go to the movies. I'm yeah. just, it's not my favorite Marvel movie. It just, I was watching it and I was like, this is Iron Man. This is Thor. I've seen this movie already. 
I see what because you're saying. Because it's like it's just some guy that's like, oh, I'm a fucking badass, blah, blah, blah. Oh, I can't be a badass anymore. And then I'm going to go be a superhero. And I was like, it's kind of frustrating to see these movies all the time. Like, I'd much rather some kid that's like impoverished get superpowers at this point, you know? It's just like, it's just like these white dudes that are like super million, like have all this fucking money and then they like have something terrible happen to them and it's... <laughs> Then it's like, oh, let's give them superpowers because these people deserve it because they'll do something good with it. But, you know, I I don't know. I'm just tired of, like, I honestly think if they would have done, like, Thor Ragnarok and introduced Strange that way, I think I would have liked this movie more if I had already seen Doctor Strange in something. And then I'm like, oh, I really do want to know his backstory. But it almost feels like they're like, oh, shit, Infinity War is coming out. Fuck, we need Doctor Strange. Let's make a movie. You know, and, like, there's a lot of cool stuff in it. I understand why people fucking love it. I just think, for me, like, after watching, like, Civil War and seeing all these people together finally, to, like, go back again to see another origin story, I'm just like, oh, my God, dude. I feel like I've been watching these this, like, same setup for, like, my whole life, you know, since comic book movies have been coming out. Um, I mean, it had like a similar character arc. You're right, like a guy that has an ego, and the and the character arc is for him to like not have an ego. Yeah. But like, I don't know, man. I like I kind of like that backstory of a guy that like gets. I like the whole thing. I like seeing I, like the hands get fucked up from the car accident, and I like him like trying Western medicine and then going to Tibet. I think it's just a really cool story. It is similar to the other ones, but it's like. No one knows who the fuck Doctor Strange is, and they want to introduce this totally new magical character, and it gives them a chance to have, like, a totally different thing. Like, Thor was essentially their first magic character, but this really leans into it. I mean, he's a fucking mm-hmm. sorcerer, yeah. not, a, not a demigod type character. So, I think yeah. that it's it's welcomed. It was, it's not my favorite Marvel movie either, but I think partially... That's because I'm just not a huge, huge fantasy fan. I think that's a lot of it boils down to me. Boils boils down to that for me because, like, if I see sci-fi or military action like Captain America, I'm just gonna naturally gravitate gravitate towards that more than fantasy. But I do like I do like fantasy as well. But it's just kind of lower on the totem pole for me. I guess the thing is, is like I really like I get into fantasy and I really enjoy it. Like. I honestly think Fantastic Beasts and Where to Find Them is probably going to be more my speed. Like, right. I think I'm going to enjoy that quite a bit. And I'm not, like, a huge Harry Potter fan or anything. And, I, like, the thing is, I'm not saying Doctor Strange is bad. I love all that fucking, like, the astral projection shit. I fucking love mm-hmm. that. I would love the oh, fucking astral so project. So <laughs> great. It's just, like, I, I think that my beef with it comes with, like, say if Stephen Strange was, like, helping people because not to gain notoriety or to be the best at something, but he was just a care. And this is the way he's written. I get it. But I would have liked to maybe seen him try to do good things for people who can't afford like his specialty, like some aspect of that in him, instead of just being this whole big, like, well, I can't do this. I can't help you out, Benjamin Bratt, because it's going to knock off some points on my like fucking surgeon, whatever list. And I was just like, Oh my God. Like, why does this guy, like the whole time I was watching, I was like, why does this guy get to be a superhero? It's you're it's kind of wild. Oh, I see what you're saying because there's even those scenes like there's just something about you. Yeah, I and mean, it's like what they haven't really shown. That might have been a mis- like a problem with the script, but yeah, there's like there hadn't been much to show that 
there really was something about him other than yeah, that 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 cape choosing him but yeah i mean there was nothing yeah. really to say that like this guy's a general guy who deserves these powers that he's getting i'm not but maybe like, maybe it's like this they see the potential in him like the magic yeah. helps them to see through people or whatever i think the thing like, that maybe, i'm just i think that's it I think the thing that I'm just getting to now with like my comic book reading and like the choices I make when I pick up comics to read now is like I really like Miles Morales as Spider-Man, like Robbie Reyes as Ghost Rider, uh, Camilla Khan as Miss Marvel. Like I really like these characters because they don't necessarily ask for these powers because they don't think they're attainable by them. Right. But then they get them and they get and I think their stories are so much like there's just so much more going on. There's more dynamic. And like, I, like, I think when I watched Dr. Strange, I just went, damn, I really want like a Miles Morales ultimate Spider-Man. Damn. Like, I'm glad that agents of shield is doing like Robbie Reyes as ghost Rider. That's really fun to watch, uh, you know? And it's like, you know, it's just like, it's always, and I know Marvel and their next step or whatever, like we're going to get to it. We're going to do other people as like these, famous characters or these other characters like can't wait for black panther i think that'll be really fun mm -hmm. but it's just like i don't know dr strange to me was like i was watching iron man again it's just like a privileged white guy getting or being able to have these powers and do these things and uh, you also know, with, with like, chiwetel with chiwetel right there it was kind of for a while before you know his turn at the end of the movie or whatever like he yeah. it kind of felt like this is another white guy with a kind of like a, with a black sidekick but not a sidekick but maybe he really is a sidekick yeah, like they try they keep saying they're not sidekicks but it's starting to mm -hmm. feel like they kind of are like falcon and uh yeah uh i'm blanking here Rody. Rody. yeah yeah mm -hmm. so I, I, and, and I then mean, she would tell mordo it's like oh man can we not have this right now but then there was that change so that at least that was that was but cool. it's like it's like they're like well we can't make him be the sidekick so he's a black guy i guess he'll be a villain well, to, their, like, to, to Marvel's credit, though, there haven't, there haven't been any black villains, right? Am I right about that? Diamondback. Diamondback. Well, yeah, okay. Though, that's I'm it. just saying, I, like, I yeah. like it. I think Chiwetel as <laughs> this villain for the next Strange movie will be a great Doctor Strange movie. I just think I'm just ready to see, like, characters introduced in a universe and not really have – I don't really need a background. And I don't think most people need really need a background. Like, even if I didn't know the character, you know, that well – because like i didn't know that much about guardians of the galaxy i just went and saw that movie because i was like man this looks like a fucking cool sci-fi movie i don't think I that didn't read it's anything necessary about i don't think yeah. it's necessary but that's why i'm I don't saying know. it i was okay like, with it man like that last the the uh, last moment when um dr strange is talking to thor i went oh my god i cannot wait to see thor ragnarok if this happens because oh, i think like all these actors together work so well off of each other, like the humor and stuff. Oh, by the way, Doctor Strange humor was there were some really good moments. I laughed out loud. Oh and, yeah, oh yeah. It's a, it's a really fun movie. I think for me, I think it's going to be forgettable. For me, I think in a couple, like in five years, I'll be like, oh yeah, I want to see Doctor Strange again. I need to watch that again. But I I, it's nothing I, like I, I but, need to own. I couldn't help but feel like if like longtime Doctor Strange fans, this has got to be. I can't imagine them like having many complaints. I haven't met like a huge <clears throat> Doctor Strange fan, like that's their main thing. We maybe need to have a senior Doctor Strange correspondent come on if I find one. But uh, like, I'm sure it's like, man, they're just, they're just hitting all of these fucking notes, like the Kirby art, like what you said, and yeah. like his basic character arc, and the magic is there, the trippiness is there. Fucking Stan Lee's reading uh, Doors of Perception by Aldous Huxley. That shit was cool. Like, 
they're just hitting all the right notes and there's like good comedy in it. I'm done with them. Get them out of these movies. <laughs> Are you really you getting tired I of them? I just like I just like like we all know. Like if you don't yeah. know at this point, you're not going to know and you don't give a shit. So mm-hmm. it, I feel like it, like when it happened in this one I was like everyone laughed in the theater and I was like I just felt for that moment, it slowed down. I was like, did we need this joke right there? No. What else could you put in here to make this cooler? Oh, you could have spent more money on cool-ass, trippy-ass visuals. Oh, man. You have I, some hate, har- <laughs> hate harbored in your heart, I just, bro. I just think at this point in the Marvel Universe, I need more. <laughs> or I need something different. Um, I, not to say that I like, oh, I'm done watching Marvel movies. Are you fucking kidding me? I'm on the Superhouse podcast. I'll be watching every fucking Marvel movie that comes out. You <laughs> yeah. know, like I'm just like a lot of things came to light that like maybe before like in other films I kind of like let go. You know, yeah. and that I was just like, oh well, that's fine because it's a comic book movie. But like with this one, I was like, I'm getting really tired of seeing these like same things over and over again. And I understand the comics are this way too. It's not like you go and pick up an Iron Man comic and a Doctor Strange comic. And they aren't similar, you know? Like, right. I understand because you have to follow, you have to do this origin. But I think it's, like, also stemming from, like, watching Batman versus Superman and seeing all these origin stories and seeing it retold again. And I'm just like, oh, my God, dude. Like, just fucking make a movie. Like, just, like, <laughs> yeah, like, I'm watching The Crow right now, and it, The Crow just fucking starts, man. Fucking people are dead. And then it's like you learn the mythology as you go of how The Crow mm-hmm. works. It's like you don't have to, like... You know, I feel like there's a formula in all of these comic book movies, and I want someone. And I feel like Deadpool kind of broke that mold. So I'm hoping that was to still like origin have, though. They yeah, I know, but I feel like you, story. But the thing is, it's like it didn't open that way. It wasn't like we're here's the start of this guy's story to the end. It was like oh, you've already yeah, met Deadpool, yeah. and then he's gonna tell you how you got <laughs> to this point throughout the movie. And I think that's what like a lot of films, like comic book movies in particular, are missing. Like. I, you know, if it opened up with Doctor Strange, like, using some fucking crazy-ass magic, fighting, um, you know, Mads Milkison's character, I'd have been like, oh, shit, what the fuck is going on? Please tell me more. But instead, it's like, oh, I'm a fancy surgeon. Watch me do these surgeon things. I was like, ah, I don't know, man. I just, I feel like there's a smarter way to make film. And I think we all know this. We all watch a lot of films that do tremendous things on a very small budget but then we go see big budget movies and they're doing this very formulaic shit over and over again and i think at this doctor strange just hit it for me i was like you know what if they do this in the fucking new batman movie i'm gonna lose it <laughs> you know <laughs> i'm just gonna be like uh, fuck it Batman's i think bat- to me. batman mm-hmm. is a whole other story we've seen like 18 batman movies at this point there's only been one doctor strange movie so well I guess if you don't count doctor- that that stupid tv movie in the 70s but uh, well, there was an animated film that told you his backstory too, which I watched. And I'm okay. not saying that everyone's watching all the Marvel animated stuff. I do because I enjoy cool animation. I like finding out about characters and watching these other stories and stuff. But right, you know, I just I you know, I mean, it's just minor beefs. I mean, I'm t- to the fans out there who listen to this, all five of you. Um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, I would say go see it. It's definitely worth your money. It's definitely worth a theater experience. It's just like, I think when I watched it, a lot of stuff came into light where I was like, I'm enjoying this, but how different, like, how could it have been made differently to make me enjoy it more? Like, I was thinking more of like a Deadpool setup where, you know, maybe we start with action first and we're already, we already are introduced to Doctor Strange, but maybe we work backwards to find out how he became Doctor Strange or something instead of just like, Let's just show how everything happened. I I would have loved to seen a visual of him like doing some magic and seeing his fucked up hands first and be like, oh, how does hands get fucked up? Why do they look so weird? 
you know? Mm-hmm. Like, I don't know. Like, that stuff intrigues me more when a film starts than, like, okay, this is how it starts. Right. You, you know, basically it, want something that's not in chronological order, which yeah, actually yeah. would fit for Doctor Strange, considering, you know... Well, if anything, get, it should have been into. trippier. Yeah. <laughs> it should have been, like, an art house film there. where... Yeah, like, I've just, I mean, yeah, I mean, I think, like, Benedict Cumberbatch, he's great. I mean, that dude can fucking nail any role he's in. I just watched Imitation Game, like, a couple of nights ago. That movie's fucking dope. I've seen it. It's good, yeah. And, you know, I was so excited for him to be Stephen Strange. I think he did a fantastic job. I know I've, like, read some reviews where people are like, eh, he's kind of reining it in. And this is the first time I've ever seen him do, like, like, a New York or American accent. And I was like, if I didn't know you were British, motherfucker. And you didn't have yeah. that weird ass name. Yeah. I would think you're fucking American. Yeah, you know, uh, I thought he was great. I just felt like some of the other cast weren't well used uh, because they're like fucking power. Like this cast is fucking powerhouse, man. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah, and is. I just felt like some of them were kind of, you know, just like ah, like Mads Milkison's character. I just felt like was very like underused almost. I wanted more from him, you know. I like, but I'm not a big Doctor Strange fan. Or I haven't read like a lot of the the uh, comics or anything, so maybe I've like I'm trying to just view it from a film standpoint, not as like mm-hmm. I've read every Doctor Strange book ever, you know. So, but that's all I gotta say. I'm done. I don't mm-hmm. want to talk to you guys anymore. <laughs> just kidding. Yeah, no, I, I like it's great. I'm glad that everyone enjoyed it. I had fun with it. It's not like I walked out of that movie was like trash. Give me my ten dollars and seventy five cents back. <laughs> you know like it was fun and i'll definitely like i mean at some point i'm gonna re i'm gonna have a binge watch of all these fucking marvel movies before infinity war comes out and i'll, I'll probably this is this is what's gonna happen we're gonna get on and be like how excited are you for an infinity war and i'm probably gonna say you know what that dr strange movie pretty fucking baller what was i thinking back then yeah i must have been crazy <laughs> and i guarantee I- that's something like that's probably gonna happen or i'll go you know what I was a little harsh last time. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry, creators of Doctor Strange movie. <laughs> sorry, Marvel. Even though you have millions of my dollars at this point. Yeah, right. We've given so much money, man. Um, yeah, man. I can't wait to see them with with Thor and <gasps> like an Infinity War, dude. That's gonna break the fucking world box office because can you imagine like Rocket Raccoon meeting Iron Man or any of these other characters? Spider Man like... and one. When Rocket meets Spider-Man. Yeah, oh my yeah, god, yeah. I cannot wait for the fucking banter. <laughs> exactly, <gasps> exactly. And no, then fucking gonna... Star-Lord getting back to Earth, that's part of his whole arc. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Going back to Earth. I mean, god, it's going to be nuts, dude. It's going to be fucking nuts. And they're already filming, gonna... they're filming the Thanos sequences in Atlanta right now, or they were a couple weeks ago. It's going to be funny, because Star-Lord's going to get back to Earth, and they're like, you got to go back to space. Q joke. Yeah, right. But I just got here. Uh, you know, I don't know. Oh, I, I can't wait. Like, the, th- the whole thing, I think the thing also with Doctor Strange for me was, is, like, I'm so ready for, like, Thor Ragnarok. Sounds like so much fun. Uh, I loved uh, What We Do in Shadows. Um, anything those, all those guys work on together is fucking brilliant. I love it all. Um, so I'm really excited to see that. And I think I'm just ready for, like, the, the Infinity War. Like, I just need the, I want everyone together. I want all the jokes. Mm-hmm. I want to think someone's going to die, but I know they won't because it's a Marvel franchise, so they probably <laughs> won't kill them, but I want to feel that. 
You know? What do you guys what do you guys think is the worst Marvel movie so far? And we're not don't include Fantastic Four, Josh Trank. Go let's just go uh like let's the actual Mar MCU Mar Marvel. Yeah, yeah, movies. the Disney Disney MCU. Big Hero Six. <laughs> that's that's not MCU. <laughs> All right. What Stefan's saying is there's not one. <laughs> um um it's hard to say. I I'd say maybe Thor one is my least favorite. Oh man, I love the Thor movies. I'd have to maybe the Dark World would probably be, but I love it just. Or no, of the what weird... am I saying? Sorry, sorry. Uh, Age of Ultron is I think the worst. That worse than Iron Man two. Yeah. Oh yeah. Man. Oh. <laughs> Shit! I forgot about Iron Man two. Maybe Iron Man two is the worst. I'm I'm with you. I think it's either Iron Man two or or Ultron, and then maybe Thor two. I thought Thor yeah. one wasn't so bad. I think Thor I one Thor starts. 1. I like Thor two. Thor two as well. It starts I like off Thor, real I like rough, Thor two right? a little better. Yeah, yeah. Like I just remember, I don't know. Thor one was an interesting beast. <laughs> I did not expect Thor one to end in like the Arizona desert or wherever it did. Yeah, that was, it was kind of like strange yeah. pick, but. But I guess that's where their money and their, you know, where their productions were at at the point. So uh, they had Natalie Portman, so that's pretty good. And Chris Hemsworth is dope. So they were still with uh, Paramount too at the time. They didn't. Yeah. The first Thor two was the first Disney one. Mm -hmm. Okay. Yeah. Oh, okay. So it was part of that like real early time. Oh shit! I didn't realize that. Yeah. Um, yeah. Iron well, that Man makes too. sense. <laughs> yeah, Iron mm -hmm. Man two probably. Yeah, I liked it when I saw it in the theater the first time, but then yeah. I went back and I was like, yeah, I can kind of see why this is considered the lowest one. I only, it just yeah, got I so muddy. Oh, yeah. I, you know what? I might say Captain. For me, it might be Captain America, the first one. Oh, I like that one a lot. I like the whole I, I, just, I, can't, I can't. I can't stand the like last half of that film, man. I just think. Ugh, just, oh, like, they did a big montage. I can't stand that shit. Mm -hmm. That bugged the shit out of me. I didn't really think the Red Skull was that menacing throughout the entire fucking thing. Yeah. Uh, I it'd probably be a tie between Iron Man two and like the Captain America. I love the first part of Captain America, the first Avenger, that whole feel, like him getting the powers and stuff, and like yeah, all that stuff's so cool. Right. Uh, I think that's like going back to what I was saying about Doctor Strange and like Iron Man and like Thor. These kind of like well-to-do guys that already have this life ahead of them that like get these powers and you know or get them taken away then have to get them back that i think that's why i like captain america so much because he's always been a fucking boy scout since day one man even when he wasn't yeah. didn't have the powers he would fight anybody and I, that's why i fucking love that character like and um but yeah man that first, i love the first part of captain america then when it gets into like his gang but they're not really explained like who they are it's just like a newspaper ad and then it's like okay now you know who they are and it's like there's an adventure here and i need to see it instead of in yeah, a montage yeah. um yeah and i also feel like the red skull was like when i was growing up like anytime i had a captain america comic he was always so menacing and i was like why is a skull like that and like oh like i just had all these thoughts about like oh he just must be like the most terrible and in that one i was just like eh, not that good of a villain right could have been better mm -hmm. Um, but right. yeah, I'd say that and Iron Man two are probably my like least two favorite Marvel films. And I went back and rewatched Captain America: The First Avenger, and I was like, I'm gonna give it a second shot. Shot, maybe I was a little harsh on it. And then when that second half of the film started, I was like, No, nah, I'm just not into it, man. Just, nope. <laughs> <laughs> I can, yeah, I can I can agree with that. 
Uh, if we're not talking about Disney Marvel, though, fucking Ghost Rider and Daredevil. Fuck those movies. Oh, yeah. Fucking yeah. Yeah. yeah, Marty Finn and Johnson. Not Spirit of Vengeance, Ghost Rider. That one's pretty cool. Everyone wants yeah. that. I'll promote yeah. that movie till the end of time. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, Mark Steven Johnson. Good grief. Oh, what a fucking Good heck. gravy. Ugh. What was he thinking? I think he was just completely out of touch. Like, those movies would probably have been hits, huge hits in like 1995. Oh, yeah, dude. Yeah. Those... <laughs> just, it was, they were so hokey, you know. I was talking. <laughs> I was talking about this at work the other day. How they're like, why was the like, what bugged you so much about the first Ghost Rider film? I was like, his fucking small ass flaming skull head. Like, are you fucking kidding me? You gotta <laughs> portion that shit out, yo. Yeah. Like, just because yeah. he lost his skin and muscle layer, he's a fucking comic book character. You need to size that shit up. Like, his head's so small in that it bugs the shit out of me, man. It had nothing so... to do with the storyline. Oh or no, anything? I mean the script. The script's fucking terrible. Nicholas Cage yeah. is a terrible choice. For Johnny yeah. plays, I will yeah. very rarely will I say they should have went with a younger cast casting for most most movies because I was like older, like seasoned, um, yeah, um, people being the heroes and stuff. But it was like, the- man, it would have been a better like when they do the flashback scene of him being a little kid with like the his girlfriend at the time. I was like, I want to see that. T- I want to see teenage Ghost Rider, like not a hokey mm-hmm. teenage Ghost Rider, but so- like a teenager. 16 to 18 having to deal with signing a contract with the devil and becoming a fucking spirit of vengeance. That story sounds so fucking cool to me. Like trying to save his like young girlfriend. I would fucking eat that shit up. But instead you get fucking Nicholas Cage who's like 60 at this point. I don't know how old <laughs> You know, trying to play a younger like 20 to 30 year old, which yeah. he can't. It was and, at it's a t- like, uh, It was at a I time believe- where it was at Go a time ahead. where after sorry. It was at a time where actors like that had uh, like star power still, you know, like most yeah. movies in this vein are casting unknowns. This is at a time before people are like even saying let's cast an unknown. Yeah. So it's interesting. It's interesting to see where that movie set. And I mean, it was terrible, but but yeah, like probably didn't even wasn't even able to get made because if they didn't have Nicolas Cage attached and he was just itching to do something. He's just like. Well, he's probably, a big fan of like the Ghost Rider comics, yeah. so it's like if you're if he was anyone in Hollywood, which he is, I mean, he's fucking Nicolas Cage. He's like, yeah, I'll be in this movie, and they're like, yeah, yeah. That's star power. Right, exactly. But now it's like people are even wearier of certain age actors for franchises like this. It seems like everybody's super young now. Those motherfuckers are old. They're gonna die. Yeah, yeah. But they I mean, need someone yeah. to be able to do nine more films. Yeah, yeah exactly. like fucking the new Spider-Man. Yeah. That kid's locked in for a while. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Did you guys, uh, is anybody watching Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. this season? I know generally I we don't like the show. Did, wasn't that fucking cool when uh, Ghost Rider gave Robbie Reyes his powers? Yeah. Man, she yeah, was that shit was fucking dope. Incredible. Oh, I cool. lost it, man. Was like, the Ghost Rider on the motorcycle giving him the power? Yeah. I, it, it was a Ghost Rider. No one knows which Ghost Rider it is. But, oh, cool. Uh, mm-hmm. Um, but he did give him the powers when he like signed over nice. his life to become. Yeah, I, I, I'll find the best thing that that show has ever done is fucking uh, add Ghost Rider. <laughs> like, dude, like I, I'm not like I, half the time when those other people are talking, don't even know the characters' names, don't give a shit. I don't even care what the fuck happened previously. I'm like, okay, when are you gonna show Ghost Rider again? Kind of care about the uh, what's the girl's name in it? That's Daisy? like a sidekick, Daisy. Like, kind of, kind of interested to go back and see her story arc to this <laughs> point. But at the same time, I'm just like, I came here for Ghost Rider, and that's why I'm sticking around. <laughs> yeah, she's Quake from the comics. 
Oh yeah, yeah. I that here like I haven't followed it. So like everyone mm. else, I'm just like I know Coulson, and I mm. and I remember her being in the show and being like a hacker in the beginning, and I was like, yeah. what is this bullshit? And then as soon as they were like, we're going to add Ghost Rider, I was like, well, you have my attentions. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, from, I've watched the show since the beginning, and yeah, like, the complaints of the first season are pretty much some true. Like, the first half is bad until, since they basically had to spin their wheels until uh, the Winter Soldier came out with the Hydra yeah. reveal. Uh, yeah. But, like, uh, this season has been, yeah, pretty great since, like, so far leading up, they've all been, like, diehard explaining things through science like even the inhumans and stuff like that how it's genetic but like you know the scene in the latest episode where he just like punches his way out of the oh, containment yeah. unit because in the past they like explained again and again like oh this thing adapts to you know people's powers so like can read your dna and stuff and like adjust itself so you can't use your powers in it and he's just like nah fuck all y'all i'm out uh, i don't know <laughs> if you noticed this but i'm the motherfucking ghost rider yeah. I'm really hoping as the this seri- the show progresses, we get a little more backstory about who that Ghost Rider was, or maybe no. that Ghost Rider shows up again, yeah. just to like expand on the mythos and like give like the agents of Shield a little that there is something else going on in the Marvel universe that isn't just like can be explained by science. Yeah. So I don't know. I I've really liked what I've seen so far. My only complaint is more Ghost Rider, please. Less chatty with the British Hulk. Uh, Coulson's alright. Fuck the right. story. Need those flaming skulls. Right. <laughs> well, basically, not fuck that story, but I just want to watch a different story about Ghost Rider. I'm really hoping <laughs> that the season does really well, and they're like, you know what? Let's make a Ghost Rider television show. That's what there's, I'm hoping for. There's like millions of Maddies that tuned in just for, <laughs> just uh, for Ghost Rider. There's a lot of us out there. Millions of Oh, I'm sure. I'm sure. It, was, it seems like a good move to me. I mean, I, I fucking love it. I because I really like that all new Ghost Rider comic that came out. I didn't read the second yeah. one, but the first one was really solid. The art style was like way different than anything Marvel was really doing at the time, and it didn't. They, I think they only had like two volumes out, and it might have been like ten or twelve issues or something. Because like other people were like, we don't get it. It's a Hispanic, and this art style is very Hispanic. Oh, wow. <laughs> yeah, I've read it. It's really good. I think yeah. the. They're still continuing it. I think the third volume will be out in a couple of months, probably. Oh, sweet. Awesome. I, I was hoping that, like, with this resurgence of them choosing this Ghost Rider, um, mm-hmm. that we would maybe get another comic series. But, yeah, man, y'all should be watching this. Stefan, Andrew, mm-hmm. you don't have to watch okay. the rest of it. Just watch this Ghost Rider shit. Okay, cool. I'll try to catch it, man. Just, you know, oh, so many Andrew. things. <laughs> I can't watch everything. What are you watching right now that's so important? Start watching, uh, uh, damn it, the new show on Fox. Uh, What's it called? Time you can't even remember. You know why you can't remember? Because it's trash. <laughs> I com- my mind completely blanked on me. Yeah, I just had like so much stuff going on the past month. Like, oh yeah, because you make them video games and shit. Well, then in October was a super busy month for me. Like, beginning of the month, went and saw a couple of films at Beyond Fest uh, back in October. Uh, that was actually really good. I saw uh, Headshot, which stars oh, cool. the guys from The Raid. Yes, I want to see that movie. So bad. Yeah, it was really good. <laughs> saw the, the new Ty West film. Oh, uh, I want to see that movie so bad too. Valley of Violence. Yep. Yeah. 
And it's then, on a. You can rent it on um, like PlayStation Network. It's like seven yeah. bucks. Yeah, I think it's cool. on Amazon as well. It. It's really yeah. good, and we really enjoyed it. And pretty rough though too, considering yeah, it's Ty West as well. And then we also saw uh, the Bad Batch uh, from the director of A Girl Walks Home Alone at Night. Oh, I want to see that too. That is definitely a like extremely trippy film as well. Maybe something that you would enjoy of similar to maybe what you thought of Doctor Strange could have been or something. But it's just like a to- it's a total art house film of just like weird shit going on. James, you've intrigued me, sir. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I was gonna watch it anyway because the girl walks home alone night is fucking incredible. Yeah. Um, is it also a foreign language or is it like no, oh, we're gonna get you to do English? Yeah, it's an actual like in English class. It starts like uh, Crash, she sold out. It's <laughs> <laughs> Jason Moma, uh, Jim Carrey, and what? All yeah. right, Jim I'm Carrey. In. Yeah, I'm in. You won't recognize Jim Carrey like afterwards. Be like, oh wait, that was him. But cool. yeah, it's really good. And then I, uh, yeah, after I saw you guys at the ghost show uh, the next following week, I finally went to Universal's Horror Nights. And we got through all the mazes there. And that was really cool. fun. Oh, cool. Yeah, definitely oh, yeah. the best one was the Freddy versus Jason. Which they was it just, really? Was yeah. it scary? Dude, I yeah. wanted to see that. Like, out of everything there, uh, like I, the Krampus one looked fun. I saw like uh, yeah, the Nerdist was... go through it, and I was like, that looks cool. And then I was like, later on when I got back, or like before, or, like during when I was there, I was like, there's a Freddy versus Jason one. I'm yeah. psyched. Yeah. I love that movie. <laughs> that movie is like pretty fun, man. That's probably my favorite versus movie. There's not a lot of those. Yeah, <laughs> That's the... what we need more of: versus movies. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's definitely the Freddy vs. Jason and Krampus were like my top two mazes. Since, oh, like, uh, since, yeah, Krampus, it's pretty much like they kind of tell you the whole story of the film if you've seen it. Just walking through, and like they even had the kitchen with all the gingerbread men. You could actually smell like gingerbread in there too, yes. which is a nice touch. Oh, The Exorcist, and they had a maze for that, and that's the show on Fox I've been watching. Or that show's watching. great. Yeah. That show's creepy as fuck, man. Yeah. I haven't watched the new episode yet. Don't ruin it for me, James. <laughs> I won't. Yeah. Good. I've only started, like, watching, uh, like, my girlfriend watched most of it, and I sat in on, like, the fourth and fifth episode, and then, like, the reveal at the end of fifth that I don't want to spoil to the other guys, but, like, the reveal of what the show actually is, that's really good. Yeah. I didn't, I, I did not think that that was going to happen. I thought it was going to be, uh, you know, stand like just its own thing. Yeah, yeah. What what is it? The Exorcist. Oh right, I, I was reading something the other day. I got to get on that one. Yeah. Yeah, it's it's really good. It's uh, it's if something can, that easily could have been a terrible television yeah. idea, but they did good cool. things. Mm-hmm. They shooting that shit in Chi-Town. Chi-Town! <laughs> yes. Once again, that was Suki Styles. She is on Instagram and YouTube. S-U-K-I-E-S-T-Y-L-E-S. I think it's with an S, not a Z. This is Stefan from the Superhouse Podcast. Be sure to check us out on Patreon, on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and any other 
godforsaken social media outlet that we that we should be floating on. We are basically on all social media. <laughs> yeah, all social media. Mainly Facebook and Twitter and Patreon. Check out the links in the description. We have uh, a lot of uh, cool goals uh, set up on our Patreon. And that's pretty tight. <laughs> that's the coolest thing. <laughs> Wait, we're on the internet? That's pretty good. <laughs> if you and we can make money. <laughs> what? <laughs> if you donate $1,000, you get full frontal nudes. We haven't set that up, but it's a possibility. If you give us a grant, who knows what will happen. Check us out. I'll do that. <laughs> I'll do that. <laughs> you get to go on a date with one of us for $10,000. <laughs> but you pay for everything. <laughs> you get to have your way with Maddie for $20,000. For a million, I'll give you Joey for a weekend. <laughs> for $30,000, we'll help you hide a body. Check out our Patreon. <laughs> Superhouse Gigolo Project. 2017. <laughs> Links in the description. <laughs>